Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast, helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach JB, your top health and mindset coach in the world. And what you believe in your heart, you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, that you can hold it right near your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Visit us at www.3twarrioracademy.com. Five Pillars of Wealth. The foundation is self-development. Getting your shit together in the craziest economic times in the world. Also, if you want to set up a free consultation with our Index Universal Life team, our tax code 7702. We teach people tax-free retirement. There's many other options other than just Index Universal Life to really secure and compound or secure your principal as we go into the craziest times in our history or our economics. All right, so let's dive into this. So we're going to talk about food today. Food, like what is food? It's substance, right? And I think a lot of people, I don't think, I know because I hear it, where we often judge people through addictions, right? So, oh, this, I can see how somebody would end up on the street as a crackhead. How could they end up like that? Or, or, or we see someone who's an alcoholic and we judge them. Or we see someone who has a porn addiction and we judge them. Or we see someone who has a gambling addiction and we judge them. But the number one addiction the number one addiction that's hidden in plain sight that is coming from the microcosm that's being manipulated by the macrocosm is food. Think about that for just a moment. So without judgment, let's talk about food. Let's talk about what food is and let's back into why I often can't control my eating. Okay, I went from very disciplined, consistent with my eating, but I noticed as my pressure goes up as the amount of businesses I run or the amount of freedom I have or things change, right? What is changing? Okay. So let's talk about that for just a moment. So I think what we do is we have an outside in effect. What we say um, is we go, okay, so and now, now make it very clear. So my, my protocol is I fast every single day and I, I eat healthy, right? But I do enjoy eating and I do enjoy eating. So I no longer, this is my point behind this is balance. Okay. This is a point behind this. So I've, I found a really nice middle ground balance. Because for me, it was fucking full on dieting, getting shredded or full on complete disaster. Like there was no middle ground for me. When I was a bodybuilder, same thing. I get shredded and that was in the off season, we'd call it. I would eat whatever I want and I'm bulking, right? We need to stop this fucking turn it on, turn it off. We need to create balance. So what is balance? Balance is much bigger than just eating healthy. It's understanding the microcosm, the ether of your body, right? So why are we doing things like that? Sometimes we eat because we're enjoying community. It's a communal thing and we want to have fun with our loved ones or you know, our spouse or partner, our loved ones or our family, which is a great thing to do, right? Sometimes we eat because we're depressed or we're sad or we're bored, 
right? But what if we started to see it as a connection to our body and an energy field? So what I've done with myself is I'm really obsessed with the way that I feel, right? So my body is what it is at 47 years. I'm pretty happy. I'm, you know, in good shape, decent shape. You know, I don't look like a bodybuilder anymore. You know, I just, you know, look like a, maybe a gorilla that has a little bit of shape to <laughs> But I'm happy with the way I look. Like I'm okay with the way I look. Of course, I have insecurities. But what I've created is is a feeling in my body which shows up in the outside of my body. So right now, my stomach is flat. I feel good about the way that I look. You know, I got a little bit of muscle tone. It's because I'm balanced with my eating. And what I mean by this is I'm not obsessing with a diet. I'm now finding balance, and I do that through fasting. Number one, fasting every single day, every single day, minimum 16 hours. Usually, maximum is 23 hours. Or I do a 20 hour fast, four hour feeding window. What that allows me to do is it allows me to be in a caloric deficit. You know, I train every single day, do all that stuff. And then when I eat, if I do eat a little bit off, I have 20 to 16 hours to allow my body to properly use that because that's the mechanism that we're, we're talking about here is that food has been used as a tool and a coping mechanism versus a survival mechanism, right? Because basically what it used to be is and it's not, it's not good, bad, or indifferent. It's just what we live in right now. So when you understand this and look at it maybe from a different lens, it'll allow you to get your body back into balance. Because getting our body back into balance, our outside will start to match our inside. Okay? So let me walk through this. So before, we used to come out of a cave and we would hunt our food, right? Low-hanging fruit. I, I think about this a lot. And I don't know if there's any science back in this, but I think of like berries and strawberries and all the low-hanging fruit are really, really powerful in antioxidants and have a really short energy burst. But if you climb up the tree, like coconuts and bananas, that's more like a treat, which is kind of interesting, right? It takes more effort to get up the tree. And I don't know if there's any science back in that, but doesn't it make kind of sense? So as you're hunting for the food and, and it, would it be easier to get a berry off a tree or go hunt an elk or a deer to get food, to get more sustenance, to get protein, to get the, and they would eat the fatty parts, right? First, now we all eat lean meat, right? Everything's backwards, right? We're all fucked up. So do you see what I'm saying? So we could, we could live off fruits and berries. It says it's in the Bible, guys. It's in the Bible. It says the fruits and berries of the earth, right? It says not to kill animals. It does say that in the Bible, but I digress with that. But my point behind that is we can live off fruits and berries because it's natural. It's really good for you. You can get enough amino acids from berries. When I was doing all fruit, when I went to Peru the first time, I was shredded. I couldn't even believe it. As the best my body looked in a long time and I was eating only fruit. My point behind this is what if we looked at food and what if we looked at it as a whole, okay? Instead of the micro and microcosms, the internal and the external as a whole, right? So it's like we're aiming for a feeling. So you want to have fun with your spouse, okay? Go out and have some drinks. Go out and have a, you know, a, a nice, nice meal. The next day, fast it out. Allow your body to process through that food. But don't do it every single day. That's where it becomes when we're using anything, whether it's food, a drug, alcohol, plant medicines, as a coping mechanism. We use these things as tools to create feelings and vibrations that will move us through the timeline. Let me break that down a little bit further, okay? So if you go, okay, for example, there's people that get really spiritual too, like with plant medicines. Sometimes they get too fucking far. Like, oh, they have to do a plant medicine to, to have an awakening, or I need to take a plant medicine to to realign myself. If you have to take plant medicines to realign yourself, there's a bigger problem. Plant medicines will call you at the moment in time, and it gives you what you need. It's a calling. It's a feeling. It's a vibration. It's not a, I have to go do this to do this. That's the wrong intention. Same thing with alcohol. I need to go get drunk or I need to have wine every single night because I hate my job. That's a coping mechanism. 
I'm going to go grab a bag of chips because I'm stressed out. That's a coping mechanism. I'm going to go watch pornography because I'm lustful because my body's out of balance. That's a coping mechanism. Do you see where I'm going with this? I need to go get opiates because I can't deal with everyday life. It's a coping mechanism. It's not that there's something wrong with you. It's that the car is out of balance. And when we're driving the car, we don't blame the city. When the car starts to shake, we look at the car and we go take it to the shop to look internally to the micro to figure out what's wrong with the internal to fix the car. So what if for a moment we looked at our body as a, a, a one cellular structure, right? And we say, okay, so I'm overeating. Why am I overeating? Because something might be out of balance in my life. So you could say, okay, what if I start exercising every single day? Get it up in the morning. I start to feel better. I create dopamine, right? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to fast longer periods of time. And then when I eat, I'm going to have some protein to satiate my body, right? Or some protein and fats. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down to, you know, maybe a celebration once a week. Or if I have an event where I'm meeting with a friend, I will eat what I want. And then I will win in doubt, fast it out. And now it becomes more of an enjoyable thing for that moment in time to raise your frequency, to have a good time with somebody versus a coping mechanism. So we can take out the coping part of it, right? Or when I broke my leg and my leg is still fucked up and I'm working on it, but I got opiates presented to me. I only used the opiates knowing that I was a former, that actually that guy died, knowing that I had an experience within the vibrational frequency that no longer is here, that I was addicted to opiates. I was presented, ironically, uh, same thing happened before I had a busted leg a busted leg and I was presented with opiates. So I, I sought wise counsel. I shared my fears and basically the wise counsel said, you know, take it for the intended purpose. I would take it before bed. And then I realized after a while, I'm like, okay, let's try it before. Let's try not to take it before bed. And then I was able to, and then I just let him go. See what I'm saying? So I used the opiate for the intended purpose because the pain was a level 10. I didn't use it as a coping mechanism. I use it as the actual intended purpose for that moment in time. So if you're, intended purpose is to go out to dinner with your spouse and have a date night and have a couple drinks and have, you know, uh, some food. That's okay. It's when you're having drinks and food every single night and it's just a coping mechanism to disappear from your problems. Does that make sense? Or if you're going out there and you're, 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 you got to go to happy hour every single night because you're not happy. That's what they call it happy hour. Right. So the, the, the thing is like, this is what I'm going through is just finding that balance. Right. It's like, I used to be against drinking. I used to be against this and I used to be against, and I'm not, it's not really against anything anymore. It's just, I am, right? If I sit down and I'm with somebody I love, and we have some food, we have some apple pie and I have a drink. Okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. The next day, fast it out. And then next week, nothing. Just beautiful training, food, healthy foods, right? In those periods of time, it's, just, it's, it's all about attachment, okay? It's all about attachment. And, and, and I think that for me, I'm learning to detach from identity of anything in the physical world. And what I mean by that is I'm not allowing things to make me feel a certain way because of someone else's perceived identity of something. And the greatest lesson I ever got, let me just go, go to the, where I learned a lot of this and where I'm finding the teachings in this is... Um, the guy I meet in Peru. Uh, his name is Chase. He's a wonderful human being. He will go down in history for me. He's one of the greatest teachers in, in my paradigm. And I'll never forget this, okay? So this is a moment. This will maybe make sense. And this is something that I'm three years later now, four years later now. I'm like, wow, that's, you know, you'll learn something and it hits you in that moment, but then you really understand what they're talking about later on. I came back the first time I went to Peru. I had done, um, 
I told Aaron, I'm going to Peru. I told the whole world, social media, blah, blah, blah. I told everybody what I documented it, blah, blah, blah. I did the fruit. I was fucking shredded. I mean, I was super focused. And, you know, he was funny. It was like, he said to me, he was like, he's like, JV, I'll never forget that. It was the last time I went to Peru. He's like, I'll never forget, man. I couldn't believe it. You were in the middle of a field writing out a business plan on plant medicines. He's like, what are you doing, dude? And I've evolved so much. And then here I am four years later, last year, sitting in the garden, not even thinking about business, just sitting there with God, like totally different person, right? The first person was worried about business. It was just showing where I was at within the current paradigm. And then last year, sitting in a freaking river, just sitting there with a stick and just feeling God's presence, like totally different person, right? My point behind that is, is the second time I came back after that really extreme preparation, I was eating meat. And he was like, you eat meat now? Because I was like, oh, you got to eat just fruit and blood. And I said, yeah. yeah." Uh, and I just came out of my head. I don't even know if this exists, the word. I said, I'm a flexitarian. He goes, oh, what the fuck is a flexitarian? And I said, well, I sometimes eat meat and I sometimes eat fruit. And it's, he's like, okay. He goes, do you like meat? I said, yeah, I actually do. He's like, then eat meat. He goes, just don't eat it all day, every time. He goes, why, why can't you eat meat? I said, well, you know, because of, he's like, because of what? Because of, because of what? And I couldn't explain it. I was like, well, um, I said, well, well, I was supposed to do fruit and all this stuff before I came and no pork. He's like, yeah, to clean your body out, to get ready. He's like, and then there was another lesson that, you know, he had this moment in time and um, where he was, he was helping somebody and uh, he had drinking some whiskey the night before, right? And I, I'm going to paraphrase the story. I can't remember exactly how it went, but basically the girl was, you know, going through this process and, you know, there was a moment in time where she was like, you drink? He's like, yeah, I drink. Like my friend was in town and I had some drinks. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's about the balance. It's about when you drink or when somebody stops drinking, they point out that everybody else drinks. Oh, you shouldn't drink. You know, you shouldn't drink. That's bad for you. But you were drinking two weeks ago. Now you don't drink, and now it's bad for you. You see, I, I hopefully we're we're on the same page of where we're going with this. It's about balance, guys. Like it's not that you're out of control. It's not that you're a bad person. It's a coping mechanism, and we all have coping mechanisms. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. So stop beating yourself up over I am this. Or, or, or I'm a bad person because of this, or, or I'm, I'm not aligned like everybody else's. We're all fucked up. And if we all realize that we pulled the curtain back and it was like, Oh, what imagine we walked around and everybody had a label of the thing they're addicted to or the coping mechanism. Everybody would chill out and go, Oh shit, we're all fucked up. And then we'd actually puzzle piece together to help each other with the things we're struggling with. But that we know that's not how it's going to work. People aren't going to be honest. They're not going to be authentic. They're going to sit there and lie about their problems. and They're going to post fake shit on social media. So let's work on ourselves, right? So I love you guys. You're, you're perfectly fine the way you are. Uh, let's work to create balance. Let's work to uh, study the origin of what we're learning. Uh, let's seek and we will find. And once we find, we'll be dismayed. Once we're dismayed, we'll be astonished. And you might realize that you're the king and you're the queen of your world. Warriors, rise. Get your shit together. Let's go.